Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. This hour's E News with Justin Bieber. Yeah, I actually have a a, a couple Justin Bieber stories. The first one involving Selena Gomez. The weekend isn't the only one who's allegedly taking shots at Justin and his music. Selena sings on a new track called It Ain't Me, and the lyrics might have something to do with Justin. Who's going to walk you through the dark side of the morning? Who's going to rock you when the sun won't let you sleep? Who's waking up to drive you home when you're drunken all alone? It ain't me. Ooh. It could just be a generic breakup song, but, I mean, the fact that Selena and Weekend are, are kind of pretty much shacking up, and both these songs came out this week, it just seems a little too convenient. But, Justin, I mean, we're all guilty of this, calling in sick to work when we're really hungover, right? Yeah. Do you call in sick to your court dates, too? To your court? Well, <laughs> no, I generally show up for those. Oh. <laughs> it's the other guy. How about you? It's the other guy, right? right? Well, February 8th, he was supposed to be in court for a deposition, and he's being sued for allegedly using a sample for sorry without paying for it. Lawyers for the songwriter who's suing Justin flew into L.A. from Nashville to interview him. But just hours before it was supposed to happen, his people called and said he was sick and couldn't make it. But then they found videos on YouTube of Justin drinking at a house party and a club early that morning. So, you know, like 3 or 4 a.m. He's out getting crazy. So he didn't call in sick. He called in drunk. Drunk. All right. Hung over. Also this morning, seven years ago, you may recall the Academy increased the number of Best Picture Oscar nominees from five to between 8 and 10, and the whole point of that was so that they could highlight more of the movies that people have actually seen. Like because, blockbusters. Right, because a lot of the movie-going audience, they complain that, well, you're not, you're not highlighting, you're not, you're, not, you're not paying any respect, you're not showcasing, you're not showing any honor to those movies that are box office successes. That the average, jo- the average Joes of the world, like me, love to go and see. <laughs> well, they increased it to more nominations, uh-huh. to hoping that that, mm-hmm. would in, that that would happen. And it's really not working out that way. Uh, according to a new poll, a little over half of America hasn't seen any of the nine movies nominated for Best Picture this year. Because they, they just all, they've, all they're doing now is choosing nine artsy-fartsy movies. <laughs> And that makes sense because only two of them have made over a hundred million dollars at the box office in the U.S. La La Land is one, and Hidden Figures, which is an awesome movie. Go see it; it'll make you feel good. 
Hidden Figures is the other one. Three have cleared $50 million. Arrival, which was better than I expected. I would never have gone to see that movie had it not been nominated. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad that I did. Fences is another one. I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge, but it's on my list. I've heard nothing but great stuff about it. But the other four, Moonlight, oh, Hell or High Water. That was a great movie. You guys should totally see that. Manchester by the Sea and Lion, another phenomenal feel-good movie. I now, saw that one too. It's really good. You liked it. Now yeah. these movies that are no longer because a bunch of those aren't in theaters anymore. Right? Are they out on DVD? Can you get them? You ought to be streaming? able to stream them. They're usually they're on iTunes. You can get them or one of the other streaming on services on demand. Them. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of those I've not seen on demand. Oh, yeah. really? No. Mm. Well, I can tell you that uh, I think Moonlight is coming out this week on iTunes. And but I that's know that. one that I'm like, it, it was very heavy. Hell or High Water is a great kind of modern day cowboy movie, bank robbery movie. So I highly recommend that. That's on iTunes. Um, Lion, you said you saw. Yep. So. It's out there. You might be thinking some of these movies are just now getting exposure and the movie that wins will get a post-Oscar bounce, but that's not really true either. In the poll, only 13% had seen last year's winner, Spotlight, which was my vote for Best Picture last year. Only 20% had seen the previous winner, Birdman, which I thought was a piece of crap. (laughs) But... And only 26% had seen the Best Picture before that, which was 12 Years a Slave. Well, so, Lion is still at the Esquire Theater, so if you want to go and see it in a theater, yeah. There you go. Thank you is. for checking that. And the survey also asked people to select the things that influenced their decision to see a movie, and the number one answer was the actors that are in it. 71% said that that was the most important thing. It was the actors. It had nothing to do with the storyline, mm-hmm. the plot. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I know the genre has everything to do, everything to do with the actors. That's why I went to see Passengers. Chris Pratt was in it. <laughs> you bet. I'm there opening day. <laughs> Yeah, but you wouldn't have gone if it would have had somebody else kind of mediocre in it, right? Right, right. Probably not. 62% said the quality of the trailers influenced them. That's the thing with me. Like, the trailer's got to suck me in. If it doesn't, then you're going to have to get me in there another way, and usually a nomination of some kind will do it. 48% said friend recommendations. 39% said critic reviews. And then 35% said winning an Oscar. It actually does matter, while 34% said that An Oscar nomination might actually sway them. Still, the interesting thing is, you know, as detached as people appear to be to the movies that get nominated, a lot of people actually do tune into the ceremony. Last year, 35 million people watched the Academy Awards, and for better or for worse, that was an eight-year low. 
So perhaps some of that does have to do with the lack of blockbuster movies included. The last mm. big movie to win Best Picture was probably the last Lord of the Rings movie, Return wow, of the King. it's been that long. 2004. Whew. Yeah. Now here's what I, the question I want you to answer, because you're probably the only one in the room that's going to see every single nominated film. Right. Because last year, remember, it was such a huge controversy because there weren't any black actors or actresses nominated or any movies about... You know, that included a storyline around a, a black character. So there seem to be several of those this year. Yep. So are these movies, did, did they real, are they really good enough to get a nomination or was it a squeaky wheel getting the grease? Um, let's see. I, I think Hidden Figures is absolutely worthy. It was. I think, I think Fences was worthy. I thought it was unique. I thought it was a great adaptation. It was interesting. It held my interest. I saw that one, too. And I think that it, it like all of these movies that usually are nominated for Best Picture are kind of very heavy movies. Mm-hmm. Some of them have kind of a feel-good ending. But Fences, I thought even the acting in it was mm-hmm. amazing. Phenomenal. Like, yeah. you would really be like, wow. So... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot in there that I felt were... Deserving. Very deserving. You know, Moonlight, I thought, was very good. There just wasn't a whole lot in there for me, and I had a hard time connecting to it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still a well-done movie. So, But it is artsy. It's one of those ones where you... It's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to try to sell you on it no. because it's not for everybody. It is it's not. Depre- and it's depressing, right? Is very it much very so. It's not bad grandpas. But if Aww. I'm, <laughs> but if I'm going to try to sell you on anything, definitely Lion and definitely hidden, uh, figures. hidden figures and definitely Hell or High Water. Yeah. What yeah. about La La Land? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like that one. I, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like completely sold. If I, you like musicals, you'll like you'll La La, like La Land. It, yeah. Yes. What if you like Ryan Gosling? No. It, I mean, he's not naked. He doesn't take his shirt off. It's not He doesn't like, even take his shirt off? No. no. I'm out. I mean, he sings and dances if you want to see him do that. I'm it, out. He's kind of arrogant in it. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 552. We're looking at a mix of sun and clouds today. Mild, uh, high near 63. Could be pushing 70 by Monday. Just can't beat this February winter weather. I know. I know. Right now it's 44 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Our next best friend game, ladies and gentlemen, say hi to Carissa and Brittany. Yay! Welcome. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. Good. So tell us, how long have you been friends? Since 2001. Yeah. So what is that? 16, <laughs> 16 years. so years. Yeah, yeah. where'd you meet? In college. College. Oh. We were in the same sorority in college. Oh. <laughs> what school? Ohio State. Go oh, Bucks. Very nice. <laughs> very nice. So you guys have seen a lot. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Married, divorced. What's the sitch? We're both, both divorced. divorced. <laughs> both divorced. High five. High five. Um, Did either one of you know that going in that the other one wasn't that their marriage wasn't going to make it? Um, yep. Yeah, this is a funny story because she actually told me before we got married, before I got married, uh-huh. she goes, "Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know what's. Okay. I don't know why. Just don't do it. I think it's a bad idea." How <laughs> long before the wedding? Oh goodness. The last time she said it, the day of. <laughs> but she'd been wow. telling you so all along. She many times. She was my maid of honor. And then... What was your she, reaction to that? Was that... Did you find that helpful? You stayed uh, friends, obviously. Or was that... 
Did that cause a rift between you two? Maybe I was like, yeah, whatever. No big deal. You don't have to like everybody. I'm still going to marry him. Who cares? <laughs> and then five months later, I filed for divorce. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> and wow. Then, yeah. So then um, when I called her to tell her, and we lived in Atlanta at the time, when I called her to tell her that, hey, I'm done with this and I'm going to file for divorce. She said, I told you so. She did. <laughs> I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, yeah. all right, come back, move back in with me. There you go. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah. it worked out in the end. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. are you both completely single now? Are you dating? What's the no. deal? I'm actually engaged. She's wow. got a rock on her I hand. Know. Look at that thing. <laughs> now, did you run it by her first? <laughs> yes. How do you feel no. about this one, Brittany? I'm all right with this one. Oh, good. We're You're good. good. We're right. good. So Carissa is asking about... No, I'm no. answering. Brittany, okay, so, here we so go. Brittany's yeah. going to answer questions about Carissa. There we go. Mm-hmm. Carissa, we're going to send you into the Jeff and Jen isolation chamber. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. What would she say is one thing you miss about being married? Oh, Lord, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> All right. What did she do to celebrate her 21st birthday? Oh, we were in college. <laughs> we went to our favorite country bar. <laughs> nice. Yes. Line dance all night? Yes. Cool. Drink beer? Um, A lot. A lot of beer. <laughs> all right. Which swear word does she use the most? The F-bomb. Okay. <laughs> what singer or band would she love to be a groupie for? Oh, my gosh. Singer or band? Mm-hmm. Dixie Chicks. Really? Yeah, we'll go with Dixie Interesting. Chicks. Interesting. Cool. All right. This is multiple choice. 70s style landing strip or Brazilian? Landing strip. Okay. <laughs> it is the preferred. <laughs> That's fine. And of course, I have to jot down these answers, so I got it written down. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, how did you do that? Oh. We'll see. I got to tell you, man. Oh, if we ever do a word association game, we're bringing Britain back in. <laughs> All right. Like She's good. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes. Yes. There was no trouble thing. getting through these charisma. No, there wasn't. No. No. Flew through them. Really? Damn. <laughs> I don't believe her. She's giving me that look. No, no really. I think it's you're going to do very well. Brittany knows you so well mm-hmm. that if you get any of these wrong, you need to get to know yourself Self better. better. <laughs> <laughs> good point. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. So let's see how you do. The first question is worth $10. All right. What's one thing Brittany misses about being married? That you miss about being married? Yeah, if you were to ask her that question, what would you? What do you miss about being married? What would she say? Cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> Cuddling is not the answer. Oh. She said nothing. <laughs> okay, See, I would have said something like lawn care. Yeah, <laughs> double I'd income. Pay somebody to do that. Change it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not worth it. Do you want to go back and change your answer, Brittany? Uh, 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 <laughs> nope. All right. All right. Nothing. You'll get this one. What did you do to celebrate your 21st birthday? Uh, we went to a football TG and then went to Ziggs. <laughs> I forgot about the football TG. <laughs> we went out. You went to a football tailgate and you went where? We went to went to Ziggs. Mm-mm. For my 21st? Mm-hmm. Yeah, First, we went we somewhere did. else. Girl, I do not know. <laughs> like I remember. said, you're going to have to remember these. You're going to have to get to know yourself better. She said you went to a country bar, we did some first. line dancing, and oh, drank a lot I of beers. I remember that at all. I know you didn't. Well, it was your 21st. 
Because <laughs> it was your 21st birthday. We are not good at this at all. Yeah, totally forgot we were there. <laughs> right. Well, the next question, remember that. this ought to be an easy one for you. Uh-huh. That's what you keep saying for all of them. I know. Well, <laughs> no, but we really mean we it really this time. We really believe it this really time. Mean it. Okay. All right. Which swear word do you use the most? The F word. Yeah. <laughs> F bomb gets you 10 bucks. <laughs> Here we go for $20. What singer or band would you love to be a groupie for? Well, here's the deal. Is that I don't know who sings songs, and I don't know, but I know all the words to them. Oh, come on, but you got but that, you, you, you got bands. Then they're you got not super. Then you're like. not a super fan of them. Yeah, I guess you're right. Then we'll say Dave Matthews Band. Mm, hmm. I probably should have gotten that one. That's a good pick, but she said the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Didn't we go to their concert? Yes. One year? <laughs> My point exactly. In Britney's like, defense, she did struggle with that one. I mm-hmm. did. Yeah. That was the We're one she had that. a hard We're time not, with. Wait, anytime. But it's like anytime. Every, every question that you ask, there's a whole story behind it. It's like I don't know what the answer is, but if I, once I get the answer, oh, we have great stories. <laughs> well, I don't know how much of a story will go with this answer, no, let's but we'll. Not. Uh-oh. We'll throw you some multiple choice and see what you say, okay? okay. All right. I do better on multiple choice. Yeah, I think you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 70s style landing strip or Brazilian? Brazilian. Oh, wow. Oh. We are awful. She said landing strip. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> For me, that's not really a conversation we have no, on a regular basis. No, we've had that conversation before, surprisingly, but no, <laughs> we've talked about everything else, but not that. Well, now Something you know. Something tells me it's going to be a conversation the next time you it get is. a oh, country bar and you're line dancing. Oh, no. It's going to yes. be a conversation when anyone we know listens to this interview. <laughs> what did they do there? Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Well, you still got $10. <laughs> 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 we can buy a cheap bottle of wine. Yeah. That'll get you a happy hour drink. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's great. Wine. So wine congratulations, Carissa, Brittany. Thanks for coming on the Jeff and Jen Best Friend Game. Thank you. Mm, they were fun. You want to come in and hang out with us and try to win some money with your best friend? All you got to do, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. <laughs> Chris is looking for a second date update with Angela. And so we're going to get to the bottom of uh, what happened and why she's blowing him off. Chris, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning, Jeff and Jen. So let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Angela? Uh, well, um, I met her on Match. Okay. Um, I'm a pretty straight-up guy. I, I mean, I'm not, like, outstanding. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really pick girls up out and about. I'm not, like, that outgoing or anything, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, uh, I'm regular, regular average height, um, pretty average weight. I'm not, like, amazingly good-looking, incredibly so. I'm just, you know, a decent-looking guy. Okay. Yeah, average guy. Yeah, okay. basic IQ, pretty much. I'm, I'm not trying to be the smartest guy. <laughs> what did you say? Basic, basic IQ. Basic IQ? All right. Well, I mean, by that, I mean average, like not mm-hmm. not above, not below. Like, you know, I, I do what I need to do or go to work, make an average salary. And it's like <laughs> I pay my bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. OK, good. Yeah. So you met Angela online. Is, is she average as well? Or would you say she's <laughs> slightly above? Her? How, how would you describe her? Yes. So, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm looking for a girl who's, you know, decent. Uh, average.
average. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary as well. Okay, so you want somebody just like you. Well for me. Decent. Yeah. Are you trying to say that you're not setting your expectations and your goals too high? Yeah. (laughs) I I would say so. I mean, I don't want to be burned time and time again. I'm I'm not trying to rip my heart out for, for every woman that comes along that I that might not be right. Um, okay. I just, I'm looking to keep things level. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I guess. All right. So Level playing field. So Angela, yeah, obviously. I'm not a dreamer. I'm just a realist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going into this with a great attitude. I know. So we're not reaching for the stars here. We're trying to go for something attainable that's not going to break your heart. Am I understanding this right? Exactly. Okay, so He's Angela, a realist. Angela seemed to have fit the bill. What did you do? Did you did you initiate? Did she reach out to you? How did this all come about? I, I believe I messaged her first because it's just like the format, you know, right. taking a risk, but it's not that big. Okay. We, we got to talking, we exchanged messages, and then we went to uh, Olive Garden for dinner. Standard. Nice average place. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Middle of the road. Not too fancy, not yep. too cheap. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Love Olive Garden. Breadsticks. <laughs> yeah, you can eat all night long. You can just sit there. It yep. sounds right up Chris's alley. Okay. Yep. So how'd that go? Well, we were sitting there. We're drinking wine. Um, she happened to drink a little more than me. I don't know if that was a sign, but she needed me to drive her home in the end. And when we got there, she invited me in, and uh, I stayed the night, and it was all good. It was really good, better than expected. So, I mean, it was a home run for me, and it was amazing for me. Well, that's good. So, nice. I hear that. The so, next morning, I took her back to her car. And how was it left? Like, well, are you going to get together again? Did you call her? she call you? What happened then? She, she kissed me on the cheek and got into her car and, and drove off, and... I have not heard one word since then. Not one word. Mm. Yeah, and and I'm I'm shattered. Seriously, I'm floored. I'm not used to getting this kind of passion and emotion from you, Chris. Shattered. That's well, a, you know, I'm strong words. Dramatic. Not, she's not calling back. She's no. not texting back. Not even a message on on match. Uh, I think she deleted her profile or, or she went inactive. I don't know. Maybe her free like weekend period or. or starter seven days is up. I don't know what happened. I can't imagine why she could possibly be avoiding you, Chris. <laughs> That's why I don't get it. All right. Seriously. Well, I will tell you what. We are going to take a break, and we are going to call Angela and try to get the scoop from her, an honest answer as to why she's blowing Chris off, if she's got something else going on, or if the obvious is staring at us in the face. Coming up next with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> All right, well, Chris is one of those guys that uh, he characterizes himself as an average guy living an average life with an average job, making average income. And <laughs> I don't know, I'm kind of making this up. But Chris, basically, the point that Chris was trying to make is that he is sort of a very middle-of-the-road average guy, and he is looking for a decent, I believe was the word he used, woman. But when he met Angela online and went out with her, she was a home run. I mean, she was amazing, and she defied his expectations and keep in mind chris is one of those guys that 
he he likes to manage his expectations, you know, so he doesn't get disappointed or let down. And then if he's pleasantly surprised, well, then that's a win for him. And in his estimation, Angelo was a big win. A home run was the word he used because after their lovely, albeit average, dinner at Olive Garden, they went back to her place. When he dropped her off, she'd had a little too much to drink. And he ended up spending the night there which he, again, was very excited about. And then the next morning, he drove her back to her car so she could pick that up. And since then, there's really been no communication between the two of them. He feels like she's blowing him off because she's not responding to any of his phone calls or texts. And she deleted her profile online. So clearly, Chris is being blown off, and we're, we're about to find out why. As we call Angela. Hello. Hi, Angela. Hi. Hi, it's Jeff (laughs) and Jen and Fritch and Tim, and we're all with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. We're all here. How are you? I'm good. Did I win something? Or No, no, not yet. Although, if this works out, we would love to send you to dinner. But no, this is actually a second date update call. Do you ever listen? Do you ever catch our show? Yeah, I know what this is. Okay, you don't sound too happy about it, though. Please don't tell me that it's about Chris. It, I'm sorry, it, it is about Chris. Yeah, I just really want him to move on and forget about me and continue with his normal, mediocre existence. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I see you had a chance to get to know Chris. Did he give you that speech? He's an average guy? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, Yeah, and he doesn't spiel. expect much, does he? Well, I, I got to say, I was kind of leaning that way, but... You did end up spending inviting him to your place or spending the whole night with him. So if you could fill in the blanks, that would be really helpful to all of us, especially Chris. Well, I admit I liked his outlook, especially on his dating profile. Um, in this crazy world we're living in, he just seemed normal. And realism is, is nice sometimes. Um, he did make me laugh, and I thought it was cute. And so we went out. We had some wine. And, you know, what happens with alcohol gets... And you, and then one thing leads to another, and I just kind of got in the mood. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Okay. Okay. And he was nice. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think at the end of the day, I probably realized I shouldn't have, or, you know, I guess maybe should have brought him home because I found out some very important information, and we just are not going to work out. Uh, do you care to share what the information is that you found out? Because I got Chris on the other line here who is sad that he hasn't heard from me. He doesn't seem to have a clue. Well, I don't feel great about it. I do. I feel really, really bad about it. Um, I don't, uh, um, he's just, he's not the perfect fit, I guess I would say. Um, he's definitely average or possibly a little less than, and that's, it, it was less than average. Oh. <laughs> he was definitely like, he was average. Not funny. That I'm, isn't funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, okay. I'm just I'm laughing at myself for not getting it. Well, I mean, you seemed okay with it at the time. We still had yeah. fun. I'm sorry. I'm Chris. I'm really not trying to hurt your feelings. And Jeff and Jen, I'm I'm sorry for this as well. But um, it's just it's not going to work. I really I didn't want it to come out and off this way right well look we you know we kind of pushed it yeah yeah <laughs> did. i understand thanks for letting uh, me know comfortable yeah mm-hmm. 
But Angela, we appreciate you taking the call. Thanks for leveling with us. And that's the risk you take with second date update, Chris. You never know where these things are going to go. But at least now I know. Mm-hmm. Right. But know who you are, man. Never sell yourself short. That's probably a bad choice of words. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean. <laughs> You'll find a perfect fit somewhere. Yep. Somebody for everybody, It'll right? It'll happen. Thanks, Jeff and Jen. You got it, man. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Look for petite women. All right. Yeah. <laughs> small bone. Stop it. Don't let other people make you feel small. That's right. Ooh. Hey, hey. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> so. Can't stop myself. If you would like us to place a second date update call for you, we'll we'll gladly do it. 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. <laughs> time for some of the news that didn't necessarily make the news but i think probably should have what do you wish your boss did better and how about lucky charms oatmeal it is friday february 17th of 2017 2 17, 17. we're jeff and jen and here it is your news that didn't make the news on cincinnati's q102 Wouldn't it be great if you could sit your boss down every few months and talk about the things that they need to improve on? (laughs) Could you imagine? I imagine there are some bosses out there, though, that would appreciate that kind of feedback and maybe even actually do something similar to that. I think that's a part of our yearly regular review, isn't it? Doesn't that question come up every October when we do reviews? We do performance reviews, employee performance reviews here, like a lot of companies do. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, one of the questions from our immediate supervisor is often, and what exactly do you need from me? Is there something I can do to make your job better, make your job easier? Well, I think that's, yeah. a, I, I think that's a different feeling question. That's more like, is there a task I can perform or something I can give you as opposed to, how do you feel about my managerial style? <laughs> but it's different. still an opportunity <laughs> to express an area that they can improve on or provide for you like and if Jen said. You, yes and if you were to inventory the top five things employees wish their managers would get better at communicating is the number one you know what it would be helpful if you communicated better about a third of people in the survey said that communicating and Sometimes being more diplomatic was the number one thing they wish their boss did better. Their technical skills came in right behind communication, followed by their leadership skills, being able to strategize better, and being better at managing products. What was that? That communicate better, and what was the second one? Their technical skills. Technical skills was number two. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Another piece of random nostalgia has died an unceremonious death. You may have heard this in the top. Hasbro just announced that Monopoly fans have spoken, and the Thimble game piece has been voted out. I loved the Thimble. Wow. That was always a fun Do you one. Think- Kids today know what a thimble is? No. I don't even know how to use it, but I, I know the, it goes on your finger. Like the little cup. <laughs> the little cup. That's what they might say it might mm, be. Yeah. They probably think it's a cup, yeah. The thimble is one of the tokens that's been around since the game debuted in 1935. Hasbro has been running a vote where people will pick a new game piece from a choice like sunglasses, a penguin, a hashtag, and four different emoji faces. And to make room, one of the, one of the originals had to go. Hmm. Well, the thimble lost. Thimble is out. And we will find out what 
is replacing it next month. The hmm. thimble is the second domestic item, by the way, to be removed from the game in the past four years. The iron was removed in 2013. Which is kind of sad, too. And that was replaced. Yeah, but who uses an iron anymore? I know. I but never have. You just have. usually send it to get pressed or put it in your dryer? I throw it in the dryer with uh, a damn too. towel. I do the same thing. Yep. Haven't, haven't owned an iron since I... I don't even know where since, ours is. Since my last marriage ended. I have one. <laughs> I have one, and the last time I used it, I burnt the, the, the blouse I was using it on. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, done, out. Now, having said that, I actually can iron a pretty good shirt, if I do say so myself. Well, yeah. You're good at that uh, the detail work. <laughs> if you claim that you were moving to Canada after the election, but you were just bluffing, well, here's a better reason for you to make that move. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Oatmeal. And Lucky Charms oatmeal have mm. been spotted across the border in Canada. Some of us could eat those every day for the rest of our lives, but General Mills says they are not planning to release them here in the United States. Why not? Why do they do that? Maybe it's just not cold enough down here. They don't think it's going to sell? Well, if we don't buy regular oatmeal enough, you know, if we're not, if we're not selling enough regular oatmeal, why would they... Well, know. maybe the reason they're not selling like enough oatmeal exactly is because it doesn't taste like Lucky Charms. Lucky, it doesn't have marshmallows in Lucky it. Lucky Charms oatmeal <laughs> sounds foul. And it's not <laughs> a no gross. forever, but you know, maybe maybe if they do the market research and it comes back favorable, favorable they'll consider it. That's something I never thought about putting in oatmeal as marshmallows. I bet Ooh, it's good. I bet it it's good. good. Regular mar- marshmallows. Yeah. Not- Just any kind, really. Green ones. <laughs> Never yep. know. Yellow ones. I'd do it. It's all right. I'm, I've become a, more of a cream of wheat guy anyway. Have you? Are you hooked on that? Thanks to my cream of wheat booze That's over here. That's right. <laughs> we keep providing you with the cream of wheat. You just keep eating it. I maybe love you that. You should put some Lucky Charms in that. I got a connection. Yeah, maybe I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So if you, uh, if you want Lucky Charms oatmeal, you're going to have to get your passport ready. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.